Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Oscar Marin and I am a dentist in the Los Angeles area. I have two dental offices, one in West Covina and a second one in the city of Brea. I'm the host of this podcast, Marin Dental Media, which is a space where I talk about dental health and general well-being. Most episodes are about 10 minutes long and I discuss information that is relevant to the health of your mouth and your overall health. So if you think you can spare 10 minutes of your busy schedule to get information that will enable you to make better decisions about your health in general, then join us and of course, feel free to share this with your friends and loved ones. another episode of Marin Dental Media, the podcast for dental health and general well-being. I'm Dr. Oscar Marin. In this episode, I will be giving you information about toothpaste that is not usually available to consumers unless you do some research or maybe try to contact the manufacturing company directly. Now, why is it important to know what's in your toothpaste? Well, when people experience receding gum line over time, The darker part of the tooth that gets exposed is the root surface, which is weaker than the enamel above the gum. Over time, you may notice that a notch starts developing on the tooth near the gum line. Exposed root surfaces have millions of tiny microscopic channels or pores that contain nerve endings and cause the classic symptoms of sensitivity to temperatures and friction. Dentists have different names for these notches. We call them erosions, abfractions, abrasions, And they're generally caused by multiple factors like teeth grinding, acids in food, and yes, brushing your teeth. However, we used to blame these notches to aggressive brushing, and for the longest time we recommended a soft toothbrush and brushing up and down. But research has shown that most of the wear is initiated by erosive damage from acids in food, and it's aggravated by abrasion, not so much with the toothbrush, but with the toothpaste. The way this was figured out was by comparing the wear that teeth would experience in the laboratory with and without toothpaste. And it was found that the stiffness of the bristle makes little to no difference. But once they added toothpaste, the difference was very significant. So what is in our toothpaste? Well, we all know that the main active ingredient on toothpaste is fluoride. Fluoride is a mineral element that helps prevent tooth decay by repairing mineral loss on the surface of the tooth. Fluoride reacts with the damaged crystals on the surface of the tooth, stopping the breakdown and preventing further damage. But if ingested, fluoride can be harmful. That's why it's only recommended on older kids that are able to spit it out, so they don't swallow the fluoride on toothpaste. Usually we swallow very small amounts of toothpaste when we brush, so it is never a problem. But if someone were to accidentally swallow a considerable amount of toothpaste, you should drink some milk because milk is known to inactivate the fluoride and immediately call poison control. Fluoride is also available in some diet sources and when consumed in excess over a long period of time, it can cause fluorosis, which is when fluoride builds up on teeth and bones causing stains and brittleness. Another active ingredient that is sometimes added to toothpaste is potassium nitrate to help treat sensitivity by blocking the exposed nerve endings on the root surfaces or on the worn areas of the tooth. 
but toothpaste has other inactive ingredients and I'm not sure why they call them inactive maybe because they're not meant to have a therapeutic effect but every ingredient has some kind of a purpose a lot of the hard to pronounce ingredients are used as wetting and foaming agents that allow more efficient spread and reaching to the small cracks and crevices some are solvents and other are stabilizers to thicken the consistency of the paste there are also artificial sweeteners and colorants to improve the taste and the appearance of toothpaste and some toothpaste add tartar control ingredients so most of these inactive ingredients are added to toothpaste to make it more appealing they improve the texture the color or the taste other ingredients like abrasive powders or tartar fighting ingredients shouldn't be called inactive in my opinion because they are in fact causing some active change abrasive elements like silica or quartz remove stains and buildup by physical friction against the tooth when brushing some of these abrasive powders are in fact so gritty that when used on a regular basis they are able to gradually sand away tooth structure over time they create lines or grooves around the gum line in areas where the gums have receded and the root surfaces are exposed patients that have receding gums and exposed root surfaces or patients that have sensitive teeth should stay away from any toothpaste that has whitening or tartar control properties since the main way of whitening is by adding more tooth carving abrasives the good news is that there's information about the level of roughness or grittiness of toothpastes online based on the same research I mentioned before an index of abrasiveness was developed it's called the RDA index that stands for relative dentin abrasiveness and it's based on standards established by the American Dental Association and the Food and Drug Administration it ranges from zero which is plain water that has no abrasiveness whatsoever to 250 which is the highest allowable value for toothpaste manufacturers a quick online search of toothpaste RDA will show you the tooth carving ability of your preferred toothpaste brand other inactive ingredients that may be having an unexpected effect are what I call mineral grabbers these elements are added to toothpaste and some mouth rinses to inactivate the minerals naturally available in saliva and I guess that's one way to avoid mineral buildup on the tooth surface but there's a reason for minerals like calcium phosphates and magnesium to be in saliva and that is because saliva baits the teeth with these minerals so areas that have undergone loss of mineral with acids in the diet can be replenished with no minerals available in saliva these areas would go demineralization becoming weak and eventually would turn into cavities so there you have it if you have any specific questions about a certain toothpaste brand you can send us an email or contact the manufacturing company directly a lot of patients have asked me if I know anything about the effectiveness of activated charcoal toothpaste as far as I know charcoal is used as an abrasive and there is no actual evidence of its effectiveness as a teeth whitener as a general rule I recommend to my patients staying away from whitening or tartar control toothpaste usually the more powers they have the higher the content of scratching mineral elements so stick to the classic fluoride toothpaste with no fancy labels and talk to your dentist or dental hygienist to find out if you're a good candidate for any of the newer versions 
And remember that you do not need more than just a small pea size of toothpaste, or that's about half of the toothbrush head. At West Covina Smiles and Smile Design Advanced Dentistry in Brea, we are on a mission to help as many people as we can regain control of their dental health. I am currently conducting Zoom meetings with anyone interested in getting acquainted. This is not a dental appointment, it is just a space where you and your loved ones get to have a conversation with me and ask any questions you want before you decide if we're the right practice to meet your dental needs. To schedule a Getting Acquainted Zoom meeting or if you have questions about this podcast, you can call us at 626-810-5000 in West Covina or 714-529-2626 in the city of Brea. For more information, you can also visit our website, drmarin.com, that is D-O-C-T-O-R-M-A-R-I-N.com, or write us an email to dentalmedialibrary at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time.